ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Got an issue you just can't fix? On the fence about what direction you should take? Been wrestling with a situation that's out of control? Let's take it out of the too too hard basket. basket. Or in this case, let's take it out of the bin. It's covered in bin juice, but never fear. Our basketeers are here. Welcome to comedian Chris Ryan and writer and podcast host Fuzz Ali. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hey, so before we get into it, I want to take the temperature. This one is about conflict in a communal living situation. Fuzz, can you relate? I can because I've spent all of my life in Sydney essentially living in communal living situations. I've always lived in apartment buildings. I've always had neighbors on my floor, underneath me, above me, all around me. I'm constantly surrounded by people. So I get it, kind of. Okay, I'm glad you're here for then, Fuzz. Chris, what about you? I just uh, got back to Canberra after living a a year in Sydney in an apartment, and I feel very closely related to this story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Okay, let's get into it. This dilemma comes from Anita, and Anita says, I've been living in a small apartment block for about a year. One day, I'm heading to my door when my downstairs neighbour, who is about six foot five and built like a bikey, comes out of his apartment aggressively chastises me for never putting the bins out, then slams the door behind him. It was so out of the blue and forceful that I was quite shaken. It's the first time it's been mentioned by anyone, and as a renter, I'm not in touch with the body corporate, and there's no signage about this either. Was there some sort of roster I wasn't aware of? The bins are already out by the time I get home. I feel like I've been a bad member of the community, but I also feel angry that I was yelled at like a child. I consider asking for clarification, but I kind of don't want to talk to him again. Okay, so I'm going to pause at this point. No solutions yet, team, but I'm after a gut check. So, Fuzz, if you could put yourself in Anita's shoes for a moment. Your Mm. six-foot-five neighbor has just yelled at you and slammed the door. How do you react I don't know. I mean, like, I'm I'm probably a little bit more aggressive than Anita. I might have gone and, like, knocked on his door and been like, what? And tried to fight him despite the fact that I'm 5'8". But, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't think that that's the best advice to give. But my gut feeling would be I'd be like, why, why are you screaming at me and who do you think you are? But also I'm thinking, who puts bins out in buildings. That's a whole other thing we'll come back to. Yeah. Okay. Hold that thought because it is a good good one. Uh, Chris, what do you do if your neighbor, your Anita, and this has just happened to you? Okay. If I was Anita, I definitely would be scared and I would try to avoid that man at all costs. That would be my first instinct because I'd think, uh-oh, I've got a troublesome neighbor. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. Good. Far more sensible. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Though. We have light and shade here. We have opposition, which is great. Uh, back to Anita's story. Okay, so Anita's, we're coming back to the letter. Anita says, so the following week around 8 p.m., my housemate and I start pulling the bins into the street, chatting at what I would say was a normal volume. As we're doing this, the same neighbor starts yelling from his window, Oi, keep it down or I'll call the police. That's my impression God. of the six foot five. Mm. Uh, neighbor. I respond, we're just putting the bins out like you asked. The neighbor threatens to, quote, speak to my landlord and dropping his name to show he's serious. Though I'm not sure what I've done wrong. Wrong. I go to bed seething. The following week, the bins are on the street as I get home. It's been months now. Each week, the job has been done before I'm able to do it. So am I in the wrong here? Who's responsible for the bins in an apartment block? And am I supposed to do this? What am I supposed to do about this neighbor? I tiptoe in and out of the building most days now so as not to deal with him. Help! 
Whoa. Okay. Chris, I want to come to you. What's jumping out to you? I've got a lot of questions, mm-hmm. actually. It, it, listening to this story, uh, I do have one question, and, and that is, does she have awareness of her own, like any other things she might be doing that's annoying? Like, does she play really loud music all the time? Is there something <laughs> else she's doing to irritate the guts out of this neighbour? Right. But that's that's just me jumping to, you know, self-loathing conclusions. I think truly she's in the right, He's he's disturbed and you cannot fix this. I know so many people who've had trouble with neighbours and it's almost insurmountable. You you almost will never fix it. So just avoiding him is, is the go. Okay. I used to live in a place where the man in the apartment directly across from mine, the door across from mine, you, I would say hello to him and he would not say anything. Um, and we were right next to each other, you know, and he would give me dirty looks. And I saw him putting the bins out one day and I thought, oh, I wonder if I'm meant to do that. Maybe that would make oh. him happy. But I never bothered. I just thought, no, I think he's, I can't make him happy. He needs to do some work on himself. Yeah. Yeah, there's more There's more in that bin resentment than just the bins, I will wager fuzz. Yeah. What is jumping out at here? No solutions yet, but what's jumping out at you? This person just sounds like a bully. He just sounds like somebody mm. who wants to intimidate, in, intimidate this young person. I'm assuming she's a young person, of course. Um, and somebody who's obviously smaller than him. And I agree. I think it's coming from some sort of like internal insecurity in this gigantic six foot five body. Um, how how do you deal with that? I I don't know. I mean, do I have? I don't really have many questions about her because I'm just sort of like, <laughs> there are better ways. Conflict resolution, guys. There are better ways to deal with things that annoy you. You know, like maybe a knock True. on the door with like you know a cup of tea and just like hi. I I don't appreciate that you do this. Do you think maybe we could make it work as opposed to like opening and slamming doors. That just sounds incredibly aggressive to me. Yeah, oftentimes if you actually call people on their aggression, they back down, Mm. I've found. Mm. Um, But of course, I don't want to tell Anita to do anything that is going to endanger her personal safety. So, you know, just uh, just my take only, just my view. Um, And also, like, what happens if if she avoids him also? Sorry, just coming back to that really quickly. It's like, if she avoids him, does that mean that she has to, like, move apartments, move buildings, move cities, move states. Like, how far away does she run away from this man? It's true. Mm. Okay, so in this dilemma, right, we've got two dimensions. We've got the bins and the big neighbour. We've talked about the neighbour a little bit, but let's let's focus on the bins, for example. So, like, Chris, can tenants, you know, feel a bit lost, understandably, when it comes to these rules, especially if there's no signage up and you don't have access to the owner's committee of the body corporate. How how the heck are you supposed to figure out who's supposed to take the bins out? Oh, absolutely. I I, I had no idea when I became a renter again um, who to contact because my, my, my um, real estate agent certainly didn't care about anything except leasing the property. Like mm. even the laundry situation, it was a communal laundry. And I said, so uh, what's the story with the laundry? And he goes, oh, don't worry about it. Just use the communal laundry. But I go in there and there are passive aggressive notes on every machine <laughs> saying, this is um, Jan from Unit 10. I'm an essential worker. Please don't use this one. Um, and I'm like, well, that's not an answer. So, And you, I actually tried to call the body corporate once about something. I think it was about the compost bins. And um, they said, oh, no, you're a renter. We can't speak to you. We only speak to the landlord or real estate How agent. frustrating. Yeah. So I don't know. It's really tough. And and there's also no sense of community because you're all renting and busy and working your guts out in places like Sydney. You don't 
have that um, feeling of I belong here, we're part of something, you know, I'll knock on the door mm. and introduce myself, which is a very lovely old school tradition. Now mm. we're all terrified of each other and we're just on the phone. So Fuzz, I want to come to you because you are a lifelong sort of high density apartment dweller. How have you managed the bin situation in your own life living in apartments? I mean, this is going to sound really embarrassing, but honestly speaking, I don't know where the rubbish goes. So <laughs> I literally like, you know, my bin is full. I tie up the plastic bag, um, biodegradable, of course, and then take it to the bin room, do my recycling, put it in a chute. And then I just assume that like the, the rubbish fairies come it and like, just, take it and the, deal with it. The building just eats it. It well, just I, digests it. I and genuinely disappears. have never had this thought. I'm just like, this is actually mind blowing to me because I didn't realize. I didn't even realize that. Am I making a mistake? Like, uh, some, am I supposed to take bins out? I don't know. I but mean, the I bins, see bins somehow the street, but. appear. The garbage keeps going down the chute, and life continues for you, Fuzz. So, like, do you in your um, apartment dwelling uh, life? Do you feel that there's a, a sense of community where you've lived? How have you built that? You know, it's an interesting thing. So, like, for a very long time, I lived in the center of the city. So, I lived in the CBD, and there was absolutely zero sense of community. As in, I did not even know who my neighbors were. And if we saw each other even waiting for the lift, we kind of just smiled at each other, got in the lift, went down. And, like, you know, went about our days. Like, you know, like has been said, everyone's busy, everyone's hustling, everyone's doing their thing, living their life, whatever. So, there's, like, no time. I recently moved to the inner city, just on the edge of the city in Darlinghurst, and the building that I'm in now is a much smaller building with far less apartments. And there's more sense of like, you know, how's your day going? Um, can you collect a package for me? Um, would you mind if my kids are running up and down the hallway? Whatever. Like, there's a bit more of that sense of community. So there's more, there's more conversation. I think it might just have to do with the particular borough that you sort of, that you end up living mm-hmm. in. But yeah, I mean, I haven't really had conflict where I am at the moment. I have had conflict before in different places, um, but it wasn't related to bins. It was related to Zumba, which is a whole <laughs> oh, other story. Okay, all right. Um, we've got a text coming in uh, representing a perspective of, of an owner. And this texter says, I'm one of these those neighbors who puts the bins out for four units, the only owner. It can be very frustrating when the others don't separate their rubbish and never bring a bin in. She needs to go and talk to him and ask how she can help. He sounds frustrated that he has to do it all. Yeah, there's definitely frustration there. Okay, so mm. Fuzz, you immediately advocated that Anita knock on the door and chat with the huge six foot five bikey. Let's say that Anita <laughs> does follow your advice. Uh, and bikies can be very nice people, okay? So not all bikies. Let's make that clear. She was only a description. <laughs> so you've knocked on the door. Uh, the very tall gentleman has opened it. What do you say? Do you say, hi, I'm Anita. I want to know. I'm the person you yelled at. What would you say? I think, I mean, if if I were Anita, not myself, because like I said, I just, I, I can be a little bit hot-headed, but Anita, I think the advice that I would give that I would not take essentially is <laughs> you knock on the door, he opens the door, probably still seething, most likely. I'm imagining this very, very angry person. He's probably very warm and there's heat coming off his body. And then you just sort of say, hi, I'm your neighbor. My name is Anita. So it immediately humanizes you mm-hmm. to this person because until now you're just the bin girl as opposed to like an actual human being. And then just sort of be like, you were very, you were very upset before. Can you please explain why you were so upset? Is it just the bins or is it something else that I'm doing? I've only lived here for a year and I'm a renter. 
and I didn't know that there were any particular rules related to bins. Could you explain them to me? So civilized, so clean, so logical, so lovely, <laughs> so, so wise. <laughs> so impossible. <laughs> <laughs> we can give it a go. Chris, you know? we've got a minute left. A I want you to embody Anita. Oh, my God. What, would, what do you I'm, do? I'm a big old 50-year-old woman, and I'd be too scared to do that. You know, I do comedy, and I would not do that. That's too <laughs> terrifying. He's too unpredictable, and he started out wrong. I would write a letter, put it in the, in the letterbox. Okay, so they're still Give him the opportunity there. to write back to me. I wouldn't want to have face-to-face communications with this person. I like that you're creating like a pen pal situation in the apartment as well, <laughs> building community as you go. Do you know what you could do also? She could actually just find him on Instagram, follow him, and then DM him. I feel oh, like no. that's the way to do it now. That's a very... <laughs> That's very Gen Z millennial. I don't know, but I, 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 I love that that seems more realistic and doable than actually knocking on a door and talking to somebody IRL. Um, it's been so great to have both of you on. Comedian Chris Ryan and Fuzz Ali is a writer and a host of the podcast Life with Fuzz. ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. 